Good morning, 641 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Wes Moreno is the Escambia County Administrator, and every Thursday we talk to him. And if there's a meeting, good. And if there's not, we still talk to him because the county's always doing a lot of stuff. Wes, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here. Great to have you. Uh, let's talk about some of the, I think, kind of good news notes that are on the agenda for today. One is a memorandum of understanding between the county and United Way of uh, West Florida, because uh, this has to do with the handling of the 988 calls for suicide prevention, right? Because you all handle 911 and they handle 211. What's this MOU about? So this MOU uh, works both ways. If they encounter, if you, they being United Way, running 211 and 988, if they encounter someone that seems to be in an immediate risk uh, uh, of doing harm, or they will not, no, they will notify 911, and we will send response and in, 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 uh, as needed. And then if we encounter someone through 911 that really just wants counseling and needs some counseling. They don't they don't really seem like they're at immediate risk of doing harm to themselves, but they need some, some mental health counseling. We, in turn, will notify uh, 211 and 988 and so they can get some of that counseling. That, that's just smart. <laughs> I mean, that is just smart uh, <laughs> to properly handle and triage, essentially, the needs. If they think it's an emergency, send them to you. If you feel like it's not an emergency, but they do need some help, send them to them so that the people who are in need get the right level of help that they really do need. That's fantastic. We've also got a thing on here where um, you're going to be hiring an e- a fleet preventative maintainer and a fleet manager, I think largely to handle EMS vehicles, uh, which is, I, I love the idea of hiring people to take care of the maintenance because we know it's an aged fleet. But also you're buying four uh, Ford F-250s to, I think, work on the EMS core project for the opioid uh, treatment. Is that is that, do I have that right? Yeah, that's correct. It, uh, so some months ago, uh, some meetings back, uh, the board authorized us to, to order some vehicles, get in the queue and order some vehicles because Ford and some of these other the big the big uh, motor companies were only going to order the uh, open their portal for like four hours, ah. and you had to work work to to get on to get in the queue. And some of them we, we made it, some of them we didn't. These are some that some one some four that didn't make it. So we began looking and Moria Ford has four of these trucks just like we wanted. And we're able to buy them actually at about a thousand dollars cheaper per truck uh, than the state contract that we were gonna be buying off of. So it's it's working out well for us. Uh, EMS has the funding and uh, so that that'll be good for us. We're, we're, they're on the ground, they already have our name on them. And we'll be able to take ownership of them immediately and not have to wait, you know, a year out for, for delivery. So that's going to help us. And the EVT and, and the lead, uh, lead techs there, or the mechanics, we've already saved about $10,000, no, about $7,000 just by putting this in, in place. Uh, we had a truck that needed some repair. Uh, traditionally, what we would have done is send it to Ford, and we would have had to wait three weeks for them to even look at it, probably. Yeah. And then the estimate they gave us was fourteen thousand dollars. We were able to perform the work in house for about six thousand dollars. So, uh, and we're going to we, we're going to realize this savings uh, being able to do this work in house instead of contracting it out. And I think it's we're going to save quite a bit of money uh, through this endeavor. Is there any chance those same uh, skills might be used on the Escambia County Fire Rescue Fleet? <laughs> uh, we, absolutely we are Good. we are we we you know we, we created uh some ebt positions uh that's how we got started was for the fire fleet 
Good. And so we, we are working on fire fleet in-house, and now we, we will be working more uh, on EMS fleet in-house. Outstanding. We're talking to Wes Moreno. He is the Escambia County Administrator. Wes, hang on for a second. Let me get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. All right. This is brought to you by your Staples stores, and we're not showing any slowdowns or delays. Not yet. Looks like I-10, I-110 reporting as clear, 90 clear from Milton into Pea Ridge into Pace. This is brought to you, like I said, by your Staples stores. And uh, at Staples, it's a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store, staplesconnect.com. Traffic tips, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to West Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Uh, another thing that I think is a good news note is, I guess uh, HCA Florida West has got some buildings that they're going to tear down, but they're going to let uh, Fire Rescue train on them first. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. They're going to let us come in, uh, you know, training train in a building that you're not familiar with, uh, you know, search and rescue, uh, and they'll be knocking out windows, walls, and doing all the training, the types of things they do through these trainings. But doing it in a building that you're not familiar with is, is a, a benefit for us. And so that's, uh, that's what this MOU will do. And I remember we did that in the uh, the strip mall that came down finally near the jail at Fairfield and Pace. And the same thing, you know, that's just, that's just good training use uh, of something that's going to go away anyway. You know, I, I wandered into um, an unpleasant situation the other day. I was driving past uh, Florida West High School, the old Woodham High School on Burgess Road. And I forgot what time of day it was. And I got there right at let out. I mean, it was like 3.30 or whatever the time is, 3 o'clock. And I, you know, I'm like, why is all this? T- oh, <laughs> you know, I had one of those moments. It was utter chaos. And I don't just mean because it was a lot of cars, which is true of all the schools that drop off and let off. But this was like all the parents are parked on the south side of Burgess waiting for their kids to just cross the street wherever they happen to cross it there's dozens of kids walking through traffic hoping the cars don't hit them same thing over there on Oakfield where we've built the new sidewalks by the way they look great um but the uh, the kids are crossing there cuz they go over to where that church kind of strip mall is and their parents park there is look i know you can't fix everything i know every school is a special catastrophe at drop off and let off but this seems really really unsafe for those students is there anything the county can do so we you know we statutorily we were responsible to do the big the flashing beacons establish the school zones and, and those sorts of things uh, the queuing is that as far as the kids being dropped off it's been a problem, and it gets bigger with the more you know, the, let's say, with the growth that we've experienced. Uh, it has certainly gotten more challenging. So we will work with individual schools. Uh, most recently, uh, Jim Allen Elementary, uh, we put some signage up advising that you know, during certain times, maybe you want to take it. There's Neil Road just a little bit north of Jim Allen. Maybe you want to not veer off on 95A, but just continue on 29 and turn on Neil Road. So we, do, we encourage signing. We put some milled asphalt down on the shoulders uh, where they were being beat out to make it a little a little more safe. And then, uh, you know, up, even up in Burnville, in the north end of the county, we put some paved shoulders there in front of that school up there at Burnville. And then uh, we, I know he, even my neighborhood, I, I live close to Beale Elementary, and, you know, the school has recently rerouted their queuing of how they uh, – drop off because the way they were doing it, everybody that was coming out of my neighborhood trying to get to Mobile Highway, it was just chaos in the mornings. Yeah. And it's better, but on Helms Road and such, you know, it backs up significantly. It, it is uh, it is a challenge. Uh, it's just it the school board's facing, and we try to help where we can. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, 
I guess without the best advice, I would say if you don't have to go through there at those times of the day, you know, find an alternate route uh, because it can be chaotic. And, and you're right, it can be a, a little concerning uh, for the safety of the kids crossing. I mean, even at 20 miles an hour when yeah. people are, yeah, when people are doing the speed, it's it's just, I mean, I was horrified, frankly. I was horrified to see all these kids walking through traffic, basically, because the cars are trying to get to where they're going, and the kids are trying to get to where they're going, and it's uh, it's a mess. I don't know how bad some of the other high schools are, but I know that one is really, really, really bad. Um, I think you had some engineering notes you wanted to share. Is that right? Yeah, uh, some engineering fun facts. These are funding for active projects, different types of projects. This is active projects that are funded. So we have, for drainage, we have about $36.8 million in active projects and dirt road paving. We have about $2.3 million. Resurfacing is a $13.8 million. Bridge projects is about $6.7 million. Transportation projects is about $12.1 million. Uh, our grants that we've brought in is, is about $12 million, and sidewalk projects is uh, about $7.3 million. And the total is $91,046,307 of active projects being managed by engineering at the moment. And that's, that is pretty significant. That is, that is really getting after it, I'll be honest with you. That's setting the bar pretty high. And that's uh, Joy Blackman, the rehire, is uh, still is in charge of all that stuff. Is that right? And, uh, that is that that is George Blackman. I'm extremely proud of those guys over there. You know, it's, it's the kind of work that doesn't get a lot of attention. I mean, the projects do, but the work that it takes to bring a project to fruition with design and permitting, and then signing the funding, and then actually managing the construction, it, it's a it is a job. It is it is it's a full time, uh, high stress at times job and they do a fantastic they're, they're fantastic over there well i love hearing the good news and i love hearing uh, you know the boss give attaboys to the department that's very good stuff Wes moreno uh the meeting today we got the agenda review this morning then we got the uh, meeting this afternoon uh as always Wes, uh escambia county administrator thanks so much for the time thanks for what you do and uh, we'll talk to you again next week all right we'll see you andrew thank you you bet 651 here on news radio 92.3